Welcome to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ, the podcast. I believe that the best coach you can ever have is that one person that is staring straight back at you every morning in the mirror, you. Join me in discovering some key strategies so that you can create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs. Your journey to being your own best coach starts right now. Hi guys, welcome back to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ. I'm so excited to have the fabulous Melissa Walsh on the show from Maths. If, uh, if hi, you... JJ. Hi. <laughs> uh, now, Melissa Walsh has been working as a published author for 25 years in, in print media. While completing two degrees at university, she's not just a, a pretty face, as a mature age student, she began her career in freelance journalism at the age of 30, writing the real estate guide for local newspapers as well as magazine and feature articles. Melissa has written a monthly magazine for the Mornington Peninsula, focusing on lifestyle, celebrity and inspirational stories, and now runs her own business, Melissa Marie Media and Events. A mother of four and a grandmother of two. Gee, you don't look like a grandmother. You look so young. Uh, (laughs) Melissa is committed to breaking stereotypes, which was shown by her appearance on Channel 9's Married at First Sight the first grandmother, I didn't know this, to be cast on the reality show. She has appeared on the Today Show, A Current Affair and Talking Married, as well as mainstream radio and podcasts. She wrote her first novel at the age of 21 and about about her experience of being a teenage mother and continues to write about her treacherous relationship history (laughs) in her new bio novel, Everybody Deserves a Disaster. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you, JJ. Well, that was... (laughs) I sound like um, someone I'd like to know. <laughs> I didn't know I was that good. <laughs> You're very good. You're awesome. <laughs> so I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. And uh, one of the things I love about you, Mel, I've been following you for a little bit on Insta, is you are such, you have such a beautiful energy about you. You have such a positive mindset and and I love that about you. So, but, the, but I want to go back to the start. How on earth, like, when did your journey start with maths? Like, when, you know, what made you decide to apply? Can you yeah, I can see you. Oh, I can't see you at all. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea what I've done. Oh, good. Um. Sorry, I've totally lost you. I can't actually see you. You don't have to see me. (laughs) Um, So my journey on maths, um, is that what you asked? Sorry. Yeah. So so what made you you apply for maths? Well, I actually um, (laughs) had watched the fourth season with my youngest daughter, Ali. Yeah. I'd never watched it before, but it was one of those few things that um, was something that we could do together. So I was literally sitting there one night after watching the show with Elle and had a couple of glasses of red wine and thought, you know what, I'm going to apply for this thing. I saw an ad for it. And sure enough, I applied for it, um, didn't give it any more thought, and then got a a week later, heard a message on my phone, which had been there for quite a few days, saying, um, would I 
be interested in actually going on it, that they're interested, that um, they'd like to do an audition with me and, you know, just went from there. It was a crazy experience. Wow. And what was that interview, what was that process like? Like did you have to go to a few auditions and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I did. I It was first of all filling out a lot of forms yeah. um, that you have to go through so much in terms of your um, all of your history. You have to put down everything, your dating history, um, marriages, you know, how many partners you've had, like they give you so much so many things that they ask of you yeah and then you go through to all these different levels so then I went through to the next level which was actually going in meeting up with the producers and having kind of like an actual filmed audition so you go and do that the whole process like I applied in March and was accepted in August so and then we got married in September so it's a very very long arduous process but it's actually a lot of fun because you learn so much about yourself yeah what what did you learn about yourself Mel oh gosh I I actually by answering the questions that they asked of me in terms of relationships um in terms of like what went wrong in your relationships all of that kind of stuff I actually learned that um I learned to understand why I'd made the choices that I'd made. It was almost like a counselling session. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, why I'd made the choices that I made. But probably more importantly, what I actually want, because they ask you so many times, what do you want out of a relationship? Be specific. What do you want? And yeah. funnily enough, even though I was in my 50s, I'd never actually really asked myself, what do I want? I'd yeah. already, I'd always just thought, I'm just happy if somebody likes me. Yeah. So, you know, what do they want from me? Not what do I want in a person. So wow. It was so liberating. It was fantastic. Yeah. Wow. That would have, that's a huge aha moment, isn't it? Absolutely massive. And it's one of those beautiful moments that happens when you least expect it and out of something that you would think could be quite superficial. It yeah. actually was something that gave me a lot of insight into myself and what I want and yeah. sort of, I don't know, it just helped me to grow. It yeah. probably sounds a bit crazy, but, yeah, that's the effect that it honestly had on me. Wow. And was yeah. the whole experience of math, maths, was it what you expected? I had no expectations. Yeah. I actually went into um, maths thinking I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. I'm going to, well, this is the advice of my father, be yeah. yourself and have a great time. Yeah. And so I thought, do you know what? If I go in there, I'm 100% myself, don't embarrass my children <laughs> and, and have a good time, you yeah. know, and just kind of give in to the whole process. Um, gosh, that was just such a wonderful experience as well for me. I mean, you are taken out of your comfort zone 100%. It is incredibly scary. Yeah. But bloody hell, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, you yeah. know, that not a lot of people get to have. So I feel so lucky that I had that experience. Yeah. I really do. Was it easier or harder than you imagined? Did it both? Yeah. Um, easier in as much as that John and I got on absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, we hit it off straight away, had a really great, great friendship and, you know, maybe a little bit of a relationship as well. Um, so it was easier in that way because he was just so lovely. Yeah. Um, but it was incredibly hard being away from my family. Yeah. I really, really struggled um, being away from my dad and my children. Um, 
my daughter Chloe just before um, I was accepted on the show, found out she was having a baby. You know, Ali was only 15, so she had to go and live with my son for a few months. Um, Being away from my dad, who was starting to age, and dad and I had an incredibly close relationship. So, um, yeah, that was really, really hard. So, like I said, like a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Um, What What was the best part of the experience? You, you've cut out a little bit there. Oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. That, yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. Um, meeting, meeting the other cast, yeah. um, there was some just amazing people that I have still got really deep friendships with, which is just amazing. Again, coming out of something that's kind of superficial, yeah. um, these incredible bonds yeah. happened. Going to New Zealand, I loved going to New Zealand for our honeymoon, loved getting dressed up all the time yeah. for anything, you know, I adore that. So, you know, the wedding was so fun and, oh, gosh. And actually um, my dad passed away last year and, for me, it was kind of like Dad's last hurrah. Yeah. You know, Dad was always into adventures. So I got to share that with my dad. Um, he walked me down the aisle or, you know, the grassy knoll, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, God, he had so much fun in yeah. that. And he was really proud of me doing it as oh, well because beautiful. I was 100% myself. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. What was the worst part of maths? I was feeling manipulated, um, feeling a little bit unsure about what was true and what wasn't in terms of things that the producers were saying to us. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, I was very happy to give it a go with John. I had a very open mind to the whole situation of um, marrying a stranger. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And um, but basically I got a little bit scared Within the sort of second or third day that John and I, after John and I had met and we'd gone to meet, we were in New Zealand and the producers were saying things to me like, oh, he really likes you, he really likes you, you know, you you need to sort of give him more and show him that you like him more and stuff like that. And I was thinking, yeah, I don't get the impression he likes me. I get the impression that he's open to this. Yeah. you know, I feel like we're just taking it a day at a time, you yeah. know, like stop pushing me. Yeah. So it definitely started to feel like we were going to be a little bit manipulated. Um, yeah. I found that a little bit scary, um, not knowing what was really the truth and what wasn't. Yeah. And from yeah. seeing the, the show before, you would have seen so much drama that happens in those shows. Like it's just, I, I joke when I watch it and I say, I'm just watching because I'm a coach. I just want to see about, you know, I'm just saying, yeah, all for research. It's only about me researching human behavior. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, there's yeah. so much drama. Were you, were you concerned how you were going to come across or what, 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 um, yeah, how you would be seen out there in the public? I actually wasn't concerned yeah. Um, because I actually thought, you know, I had a bit of a compass and my compass was don't embarrass the kids. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, and actually John was really good because I have a tendency to drink too much wine. Yeah. <laughs> and every time we had a dinner party, he'd say, slow down, Miss. Yeah. Like, they will get every negative thing. Yeah. So, you know, have drinks when we're not on camera. But he said, like, just be careful, you know, because obviously you've done it before. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I wasn't, I actually wasn't worried, actually, now I'm thinking about it, until the first um, commercial aired. Yeah. Um, because you go away. You know, we filmed that in the September. The first commercial doesn't air till January. Yeah. And, you know, you're back, you've done the reunion, relationships either going on or it's not, um, and then all of a sudden, bam, you're there. Yeah. So, you know, I've made terrible mistakes with with men. Um, <laughs> and all of a sudden you think, Jesus Christ, what? Uh, how am I going to come across? Like you yeah. don't know how you're going to be edited. But I knew that I had really 100% been myself and... You know, so I thought, well, if they do, if they play, they could only play with my words. Yeah. And, you know, they could only, like, actually edit my words so, or get someone to speak to, speak words over me. <laughs> and I think, you know, sometimes I've seen shows and I'm sure that they do that. You know, they stop, they, you know, they stop a bit of your sentence and then it seems like it's, well, it seems like someone's, doing something that they're not doing, you know, it can be manipulated so easily oh, on TV. But they definitely did. Like yeah. there was only one time that I personally was manipulated with my words yeah. and that was just a silly thing. It was nothing important and yeah. nobody would have even really noticed this. But I knew it because I was like, no, nah, I definitely didn't say that. Yeah. Which was we had a um, – Troy and I had to meet up and have a little chat about, you know, how our relationships were going. Troy yeah. was one of the other cast members with a different girl. So John met up with his, you know, wife and I met up with Troy and um, they kept trying to say to me, Troy was flirting with you, wasn't he? And I was like, no, Troy definitely wasn't. <laughs> and like, no, he really was. He was. And I was like, he definitely wasn't. Trust me, Troy was not flirting. But they actually said, Troy was definitely flirting with me. That's as if I'd said that. So they've just yeah. manipulated it. That's my only experience of being manipulated in the whole thing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And yeah. what? And I know that that from maths, a lot of the or some of the the cast members have have had a major issue with trolls afterwards. You know, people saying negative things on social media. Uh, how yeah. did? How did? Did you get much of that? And if so, how did you handle it? Um, yeah, I did. I definitely didn't get as much as the people who were presented badly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like Dean got, you know, terrible, terrible, awful trolling. Yeah. Um, I really had more, funnily enough, was more women in my age bracket yeah. that were kind of saying things like she should cut her hair. Um, why is she wearing clothes that are so, you know, young? Not that I do. Yeah. Um, you know, just stuff like that. I There was forums about my hair extensions. Forums? <laughs> wow. Was like hair forums about my hair, either how bad it was or how people liked it. Like, it was just, <laughs> I only found out that via people saying, this and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> wow! I'd have, I've got to have the odd thing, but really, yeah. my experience was basically really positive, so yeah. I cannot complain about it. Yeah, and I know we chatted on the phone uh, the yeah. other day, and I said to you, you know, I saw someone wrote something on on one of your posts, and you were so, you came back so positive, and I'm like, you yeah, go, true. girl! Like, you go, girl! <laughs> you I know, JJ, think- but don't you think that? <laughs> Not feeding the beast yes. is probably more upsetting to them. It can because, be. 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, to come back and kind of not be, you know, all sweet and lolly, you know, lollipop-like or whatever. Yeah. But to come back and just sort of go, oh, yeah, okay, well, that's fair enough. You know, sorry, I didn't mean to come across that. Or, you know, yeah. I don't know, just to to pe- treat someone with the respect that you would like to be treated with. Yeah. and Even I they're hideous too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I have a process where... You know, because I'm so much about my tribe and I love, you know, the people that are in my tribe, I absolutely love them and I respect them. And so I protect my tribe and I protect what I put out there. And so uh, if people, to me, if they're behaving badly, they're gone. They're gone. I don't like them. You know, yeah, if, no, if, if I can, really cool. yeah, if I can comment back and then they can turn around, all cool, or else they're gone and they're blocked yeah. on Facebook. They, I never see them again. No, I look. I am prone to blocking. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, especially on Instagram. I mean, yeah. sometimes I remember after it finished. Um, wow, I got so many messages from people, you know, that were, let's say, R-rated. And I was just like, oh, my God. It was almost like I was so not here. I was like, block, block, block. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's some worries out there. Oh, there really is. There really is. What what have been your biggest learnings from being on that show? Oh, gosh. Um. I learned probably the biggest thing I learned was that I'm much stronger than I thought I was. Um, I think I've had, I've done a lot of things in my life, but I don't think I've been particularly confident. Yeah. And I didn't become egotistical. I just became self-aware. And I thought, you know what, I handling being in that situation where you have no control, everything that's familiar is taken away from you. And you've got the other other side as well where you actually feel like possibly you're being manipulated. Yeah. Um, it's quite a challenging thing to do, but I actually realised I'm really, really strong Yeah. because I handled it well. Not only did, do I feel like I handled it well, I actually enjoyed myself. Yeah. You know, amongst all of that uncertainty, I actually was still able to enjoy it. So definitely um, probably was a great, part in my road to sort of self-discovery and self-love i love that and and who do you think the melissa was before maths and after maths because it sounds like you had some growth personal growth on maths what do you think that shift was for you um to be quite frank i think the melissa after maths would not take any shit yeah you know, whereas before that, I was very much a pleaser. Yeah. Um, I've always been like that, um, which has, you know, been to my detriment, I believe, um, because you're pleasing because you don't have any faith in yourself or confidence. And um, But with this, I just felt like I just stopped being <coughs> such a pleaser. Now, in that, I actually lost some friends. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a fairy tale. Um People just started to fall by the wayside. I don't actually believe that I really changed that much in the essence of who, who I am. Yeah. Um, but I did stop letting people walk all over me. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a beautiful. So, so you, mm-hmm. you, you know, I think that that's also a journey in relationships because you've got to love yourself before someone else loves you fully as well and so respect true. yourself and have those boundaries. Yeah. And, you know, that was my thing, um, that I had no boundaries with people. I, yeah. I really didn't. Um, 
especially in relationships. Yeah. I seriously, it was like a chameleon. I would just become whatever that person wanted. I was very good at working out what they wanted. And now I look at it, look back, and I think most of the relationships I've had, I didn't even really like them that much. I just, yeah. I was just wanting to have someone, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So the big question is, and I think I know the answer, have you found love? I have actually found love. You like have? Proper love. Proper love, yes. I've wow. A beautiful, beautiful fiancé, um, Fred. He's an artist and yeah. met him, you know, just before we went and did the show. We had like a couple of dates um, and, you know, didn't, was you know, dating lots of people um, yeah. and sort of didn't really think anything of it, went off and did the show and then when I came back um, after John and I actually split up, Fred found me on social media and said, oh, my God, where have you been? You know, da-da-da-da-da. And then I went, well. <laughs> I've been married. <laughs> you know, he actually saw commercials for it. And he's like, oh. <laughs> In that short time I've been married and now we're split up. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is my life. <laughs> but uh, he is just wonderful. Honestly, JJ, um, I haven't had a relationship like this before. Yeah. I believe that they were probably out there, but I just didn't have very high expectations for myself. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, yeah, I didn't have any expectations, to be honest. So, you know, to have this wonderful man who when we do have arguments, and we do, um, we communicate, I don't feel like, oh, my gosh, I need to like, change my behaviour so much, otherwise he's going to leave, you know. Yes. All those old kind of habits and um, tactics that I used to use, I don't even use. I yeah. feel like I love him but I don't need to be with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's just great. He adds something to my life which... I honestly did not think it was going to happen. I genuinely thought, even though I did maths, I genuinely, after all of my, you know, horrible relationships, I genuinely thought, gosh, I'm just not meant for this. This is, yeah. you know, Melissa, like, concentrate on something else. Get a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And did, uh, and I know that, you know, you, you had so much love for your dad and you were so close to my dad and I can really relate to that. My dad passed away when I was 17 and we were very, very close. Uh, did he get to meet your man? He did. Oh. He actually did and he really liked me. Oh, I can't hear you again. Oh, sorry. I haven't oh, you moved go. Yeah. anything. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. So I haven't moved, so I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, yeah, he really, he did. He really, really liked Fred. He, um, we, I was brought up in kind of like an artistic and creative family. So when I told Dad that Fred was an artist, he wow. was like, oh, you know, we'll see about that. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and when he met him, he thought, yeah, because Dad had this saying every time I, most of the time when I would introduce Dad to a new, you know, beau, Dad would go, because um, Dad was so honest with me, he'd go, I've got puddles deeper in my driveway, love. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, going from your from from the success of your old relationships, maybe you know he's a very smart man. <laughs> oh, he was spot on. But he was absolutely spot on. The only yeah. one that was decent was my first husband when I was eighteen. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so, and and you've had some really, you know, you've lost your dad. When when did you lose your dad? Um, dad died in May last year. Yeah, and yeah. then. 
and so you've gone through that and then you've gone through also the challenge of your granddaughter being yeah, diagnosed with cancer. It's been a really tough, um, it was a very tough year last year actually. Um, yeah. So dad died in May and then my little granddaughter Ava was diagnosed with leukaemia in August. Wow. And how old is she? She's just turned six. Yeah. So how have you how have you navigated through those two like two things, you know, in close you know proximity of time? How have you navigated through those times? Well, look, it's actually been really tough. Yeah. I, um, I would honestly say I've probably gotten to the lowest that I've been in terms of feeling a bit hopeless. Yeah. Um, my dad was like my rock and my mentor. Um, dad would be the person that I would talk to about help, helping me get back on track if I was, you know, if I'd lost my way a bit. And so dad wasn't there to talk to. So really, gosh, I felt I felt him passing so deeply, more more than I ever imagined was possible. Yeah. Um, so when Ava got, um, you know, when Ava was diagnosed, again, I was just in probably a bit of a dark place. I, funnily enough, one of the things that got me through was finishing my book. Yeah. Um, Dad's always said to me, my writing is like such a cathartic thing for me. So I've written ever since I was, you know, my first book I wrote when I was, well, I started writing it when I was 19 after my wow. first baby was born. Um, it's just been my way of getting through. So I kept writing and I just wrote and almost like wrote myself out of not the sadness but the the despair. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that being positive, realising that, you know, you have choices in life and we have to keep keep going on don't we we yeah. have to keep going on and I decided rather than just feel like oh my god dad where are you I miss you so much I'm going to feel like I would rather sort of say to him look what I've done now dad yeah you know because I do feel like he's still with me yeah that's beautiful uh-huh. that's beautiful uh-huh. and and how have you gone through with the COVID challenges because you're in you're in the uh, lockdown four are you oh we are we're in stage four stage four yeah it is really challenging. I love, I look, I'm really, I think I've got a very strange personality because I love being away from people, but I also love socialising. I'm so, same. I'm same. It's yeah. just this sort of thing of, God, what? Well, first of all, when this happened, I thought, why did I pass up so many awesome invitations just because I'm so lazy and would rather stay home and watch Netflix? Because <laughs> um, now I can't go anywhere. Um I'm trying to make the most of it. I guess like everybody, you just day at a time, you know, really we're being asked to stay home. That's all we're being asked to do. It's not like we've got to go and have, you know, horrible treatments all the time or anything like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah doing lots of writing, um, you know, just doing some courses, obviously going to do a course with you. Yeah. And, yeah, just trying to keep busy. Yeah, beautiful. I can't wait for you to be on my course. I've been I baking so now. I've been baking, like, and uh, I'm I'm such a good I'm a baker now. I, I tell my husband, so every second day I'm baking bread. God, I love bread. I know. Oh, lots of butter. I know, I know. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good on you. Whereabouts are you? You're so in, are you in the stage four area also, or not? So, no. So Geelong stage three. Okay, so, so you're just basically masks, social distancing. Yeah, so yeah, I can don't still have, like, the curfew. Or no, I've got the curfew, 
And I'm a bit, of, I'm a bit of a rebel. I was always a rebellious teenager, and I, I still <laughs> haven't grown out of it, Mal. So, um, but oh my for- god, we are so identical. <laughs> I was too. But fortunately, we can. I love the beach, so I can still go to the beach. So that's um, oh, so that's, that's a good, good thing. That's my. Yeah. I call it, that's my happy place. Yeah. Being able yeah, to go to the so, beach. Uh, now, so good. now you talked about your book. And I love your book and you sent it to me. Thank you so much. And I got it today. I can't believe it. Here it is, guys. It was so hilarious because I that face, that face that you pull. (laughs) Well, I I wanted it to be quirky. Well, I wanted to. I put this on my social media, guys. Some of you would have seen it that are listening. (laughs) And I was trying to do your face. Oh, <laughs> so I'm taking my photo and trying to put yep. your face next to my face and do the face, but I freaked not. I could not do it, Mel. I was hopeless at doing it. So funny. I um, yeah. I just decided that you know, because you know, like on Instagram and all that sort of stuff, you try to put nice photos, that yeah, yeah. Kind of classy and all that sort of stuff. And I thought, you know what? I I actually want to have this book cover where I'm making a little bit of fun of myself. Yeah. And sort of going, oh, God, here she goes again. And, of course, I had to have the martini and stuff. (laughs) I absolutely love it. So so tell us about your book. What is it? What's your book about? Uh, Well, my book is basically um, about getting to like a really low point in my life uh, about six years ago where I lost everything. My husband left. Um, he took all the money. I lost my house, um, which I'd paid off by myself, by the way. Wow. Um, and then I drank too much and lost my license. So I got to a very bad place. I guess the only thing I still had was my family and my job. Yeah. Um, so my book is really about why it's called Everybody Deserves a Disaster. Is Dad taught me that it's the bad things that happen to us that are actually the best things for us. Yeah, And they're kind of like, you know, a blessing in disguise, all of those cliches. But the fact is that I discovered by losing everything that I actually could find myself, I had to get to rock bottom to realise that I cannot keep doing this. Like a lot of women and some men, I was in constant, constant bad relationships, constantly um, underestimating my worth. Um, you know, ended up with narcissists and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, so my book is basically about the life lessons that I've learned, um, the sort of mistakes I've made along the way and how you can actually bounce back and it's all a matter of your attitude, you know, yeah. and it's not a Pollyanna, it's not life is a fairy tale. Life is bloody hard and, yeah. you know what, we make mistakes and what you really need to do is forgive yourself for it and get on with it. Yeah. And don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I, ha- I had a, a quick look for it. I'm like, oh, I've got to look at this book. I've got to read this book. And I looked near the end and it, I, I saw that the title comes from your dad. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Um, so my dad was a poet. Yes. And um, I've got books and books of his poetry. Wow. And um, he was writing a poem before he died called Everybody Deserves a Disaster. Yeah. And he never got to finish it. And I actually said to Dad one day in the palliative care unit, because I was ringing, I was like bringing him in bits of my writing to read and stuff like that. And he, I said to him, what's this poem that you're writing? And he said it was called Everybody Deserves a Disaster. And I was like, oh. 
Jack, can I use that for the title of my book? Because what you're writing about is everything that I'm talking about in my book. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah. So he never got to see the final book, but it's, you know, a tribute to Dad and yeah. everything that he believed. Yeah, beautiful. And I loved, I loved at the back it says, my father had five rules to live by which he calls Carr's Law. So why, why is it Carr's Law? Well, my dad's was David Carr. Carr thought yeah, so. That's his surname. That was my maiden name, yeah. And they grace his tombstone today. So survive. Pain is inevitable. Misery is a choice. I love that. Treasure quiet moments. Never look for gratitude. Just do it. Love, love that. And when disaster looms, all you have left is style. I know. I love that. I know. And you like you just live this. Like I just look at and I'm thinking, gee, you can tell that that's your dad. Like you just, he's just really, you know. I remember seeing him on the show and thinking how cute he was. And a real dapper dresser and, you know, Dad was like, um, you make things an occasion, you know, and you you really, you know, enjoy every moment as much as you possibly can, you know. And, yeah, he just taught me to, you know, have this joie de vivre that he had, which I, you know, I lost for a little while, but I know yeah. I've definitely got it back and I kind of feel him around me now. So yeah. they're going, good on you, love. Yeah, that's <laughs> I love that. And and with your book, what what message do you want? What's the, the main message that you want your readers to get from reading your book? Well, you know, I'd be very, very happy if people got out of my book that it's okay to make yeah. Don't, don't constantly berate yourself. You've gone quiet again. I don't know. Oh, oh there you go. Uh, yeah, I think I when you lean forward a little bit, it's it's um, louder. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's better. Um, so really it's don't, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. Don't berate yourself um, for making bad choices. Yeah. Because everything that we do leads us to the next step and the next moment and there is always an opportunity to learn and to grow and to love yourself, you know, and I had to learn that by losing everything. Yeah. And I got to, I was just mortified, you know, absolutely mortified that my children had seen me get to such a low point again, you know. Um, Yeah. So just, you know, forgive yourself, get on with it. Um, I would like them to read all of the awful things that, either I caused or happened to me yeah. um, and sort of go, oh, okay, well, you know what, if Melissa can bounce back from this, I can bounce back from this yeah. divorce or I can bounce back from this health issue that I'm going through or, you know, it's all about attitude. Yeah, absolutely it is. Um, and, I, and I love your attitude and I can't wait to read the rest of this book. And how, how can they get your book? My book is available on um, www.everybodydeservesadisaster.com.au. Yeah. So if you put that in, um, you can also go to my Instagram, Melissa underscore maths. Um, there's a link in my bio to buy the book. Yeah. So it's on, you know, it's on Amazon and Kindle as well. So you can download it on Kindle. I love it. I love it. And you've got, tell, tell us about your business. We've talked about um, your book. You've got a, an event and media business. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not really so much events at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
It's Really Media. What I do is I do book editing and book publicity for people and just write, you know, website. I do websites for them. Um, yeah, any copywriting that needs to be done really. So yeah. I'm working on a couple of books at the moment, which is crazy. One lady is like 20 years old. The other is 85. Oh, wow. Wow. I tell you what, reading these people's stories, it's an absolute honour to be able to help them. So, you know, if anyone's got a book out there that they want edited, let me know because, yeah, yeah, I really, really love helping people. You know, for me, writing my book was such a major accomplishment and, um, you know, I'm really loving helping these people make their dreams happen as well through their books. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, I'm in the I'm in in the midst of writing mine, Mel, and uh, awesome. yeah, my, okay. my very first book, and I'm really oh. excited. My my clients keep saying, "When are you going to write a book? When are you going to write a book?" So I'm listening, guys. <laughs> I'm oh, listening. Wow, I cannot wait to read that. Yeah, or help you edit it. One or the other. I know. <laughs> well. It's, uh, you know, my book, I, I want it to be something that uh, it's like a, you know, someone can go to it for, for their life and be able to go into it and go, right, if, if I've got a challenge, I'm going to open this page. That's I the type of book that, that. I mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. Yeah. So it's great yeah. to know that I've got someone like you that um, that is is there for the editing and that. So I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um. Tell, so what's next for Melissa? So you've you're doing you've, um, you've done your show, you've got your yeah, book, you've got your yeah. a, a media company. What's next for you? Yeah, well, I um, am looking forward to working with you yeah. doing doing your course. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Ideally, what I'd like to do is learn how to do public speaking. I would really love to be able to do like a circuit, um, take my book there, but really talk to women in particular about um, recovery from bad relationships and yeah. Finding yourself again, um, yeah. whether you're, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, you know, 80, yeah. um, that it's never, you know, it's never too late. So I'm really excited about the prospect. That's kind of, you know, marinating for me how yeah. I'm going to do something like that. Wonderful. And, guys, listening, that, uh, you know, Mal and I are working together, so she's going to be getting on that circuit really strongly. So I'd be messaging her and uh, asking her to speak at your events because Mal's got a fantastic story and, as you can hear, her energy and, um, you know, you've got so much to offer an audience, Mal, and I can't wait to work with you to get you on as many stages as possible and with your book because the the combination is brilliant for people to yeah. hear your story, you know. And what I love about storytelling is that you you can get so much out of it. As you said, you can read your story and see yourself in the story, even if your story is different from theirs. But if Absolutely. they can look at you, your story yeah. and go, okay, well, hey, maybe my situation's a little bit different. But if if Mel can do it, I can do it. You know, she's gone through all of these different challenges. Uh, yeah, I, I want to be more than a cautionary tale. You know, yeah. like I want to, I want to actually let people see that. Okay, well, it's okay to make mistakes. Like it's actually fine to make mistakes. I mean, try not to keep doing it. Don't do yeah. it as a, you know career like I have. But yeah. you know. Come, you can bounce back from these things. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that's so important because, and particularly with speaking, right, I say this all the time, 
I say to my clients, they're so they can be so fearful of making a mistake. And that's what you know, the fear of public speaking is. It's about the fear of being seen and being judged and not doing it right. Uh, and yep. I say to my clients, I stuff up all the time. Like, <laughs> and it's okay. You know, when you can stand on stage and be able to speak your truth and yes. know that it's not about you, it's about serving other people, everything so changes. Everything yeah. changes. That is just wonderful, JJ, because yeah. that's exactly what I get from hearing other people's stories. Yeah. Um, I get that more than just someone telling me this is what you should do. It's yeah. hearing other people's truths. It's starting to, you know, it gives you a sense of, you know, community and all of that sort of stuff, but really shows you that I can relate to this, you know, and um, I don't know, it's just so, so powerful. Yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Mm. So how will people connect with you? So they can get, they can watch, look at you on Instagram. They yep. can follow you on Instagram. Yeah, Melissa that's... underscore maths. Wonderful. I've only got the maths there because I don't know how to change it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know my uh, my executive assistant, I keep telling her you've got to change your Instagram because she's got something wino. And I say, you can't have wino. Oh. <laughs> it's something Does she know how to change it because I seriously don't know how to change mine. My children have said to me that many times, Oh, mum, get rid of the maps, like it's over. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I'll talk you through that if you want to change it. We can talk through it at your coaching okay. session. <laughs> it just be so wonderful. <laughs> uh, all right, now, are you ready for JJ's rapid fire questions? Absolutely. All right. Ready. All right. Ready. <laughs> okay. What is the best piece of advice being given to you? Um, never wear pink with green. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> you can tell you love fashion, woman. You can tell <laughs> the best piece of advice out there in the world. Never wear pink with green. <laughs> Actually, had so much good advice from my dad. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I love that. Um, what's, what's your favourite book other than your own? What's your favourite book? Heartburn by Nora Ephron. Burn. Heartburn by ha- Nora Ephron. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it is so good. Is oh, it? my God. It's another one where you read it and go, oh, my God, I cannot believe these awful things happened to this woman. But, God, she's funny. And how strong is she? She just bounces back. Oh, uh, is it a true story? It's a true story, yep. yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll have to remember that one. Worth, worth reading. Okay. Who would play you in a movie? Oh, God, who would like to play Oh, God, who's that little short blonde? I'm trying to remember. She was in Legally Blonde. What's her name? Oh, Reese Witherspoon? Yes, Reese Witherspoon. Ah. You know who I was thinking of? And I've normally, every time I I interview someone, I've normally got it right. I I normally go, okay, this is who they'd say. Heather Locklear. Do you remember Heather Locklear? She's so pretty. Yeah, pretty. I don't know, I was just thinking Heather Locklear. Okay, well, I'll take that. I will 100% take that. (laughs) What's one thing on your bucket list? Um, Go to California. Ah, beautiful. If you could trade lives with anyone for one day, who would it be and why? 
I can't hear you again. Um, oh, there I'm, you go. Can you hear me now? Wow, it's just like it's so touchy. I've literally moved a second, you know, just a millicentimeter away. Um, I would trade lives with, God, oh, God, this is really hard, um, the Queen. The Queen. And what would yeah. you what would you do as the Queen? I would um, just like fluff around the castle <laughs> and order everyone around <laughs> and go and watch like any movie that I wanted to on the biggest screen in the palace <laughs> and wear all the jewels and play with the corgis. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> what are three words that describe you? Positive, um, vivacious, and jealous. <laughs> and jealous. Where's the jealous come in? Oh, I've just got a very bad jealous streak. Oh, have you? Like, terrible. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll so work on that. It's my worst trait. It's we'll, my worst trait. We'll work on that. Uh, okay. That sounds good. <laughs> if you could have any five people... Uh, at a dinner party, whether they're alive or dead today, who would you choose? My dad. Yeah. Um, this is so silly because I've got the um, okay. My dad. Um, oh God. Um, Muhammad Ali, Henry Kissinger. Um. Um, Vera Wang Hi. <laughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> if you could have one superpower, who? what would you have? Um, the ability to eat anything and not put on weight. You're tiny anyway. My goodness. <laughs> I, I put on a few ice and <laughs> But I just love eating so much. I know. That's why I that's cook so, so I can much. eat. <laughs> Like, it's just ridiculous. Uh, what TV sitcom family would you be a member of? Um, oh, gosh, probably. Um, fam- oh, what was that feud one? Family. Uh, no, oh, what was that one with um, with the father and the mother and they were complete opposites and then the kids. What the hell was that? It was like an 80s sitcom. Um, family Ties? No. Family Ties. <laughs> yes, my mum and dad were polar opposites and us kids grew up all very, very different. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And, and the last question is what legacy do you want to be remembered for? Being kind to people. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Mel. And uh, I I can't wait to read your book. And I will say to the guys, please make sure you go out and get this book. Everybody deserves a disaster. And those of you that are seeing it in uh, on video right now, look at the class. It just is a classic photo. I absolutely love it. And uh, (laughs) and yeah, get out there and and buy it. Make sure you follow Mel on social media on Instagram because, uh, you know, I love following you and you're so positive. You're such a, 
I often say this to my clients, your tribe is your vibe, right? So you've got to surround yourself with positive, amazing, inspirational people and you're one of them. So, you know, everyone that's listening, make sure you follow Mal and make sure if you're someone that's in corporate or you're wanting a, a speaker for your events, this is Mel. Mel is going to be, you know, on the speaker circuit in a big way. So make sure that, uh, you know, she's got a great story and a great message to tell. So thank you so much, Mel. I can't wait to to be working with you. Can't wait for you I to know. get into my courses. I am so excited. It's really giving me something to look forward to, JJ. Yeah. So thank you so much for today as well. It's so nice to talk to you. Yeah, I know. It's lovely to talk to you. So thank you so much. And, uh, and I can't wait to work with you. Thanks for tuning in to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at JJ Speaker Coach. And remember to live with insatiable passion, create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs.